0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com our next guest is the research director for Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America she is Stephanie Mullen and Stephanie we want to welcome you to the morning briefing how are you doing this morning
1: Hey, thank you so much. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, as I understand it, you didn't serve in the military yourself, but you do have some military connections, so let's talk just a little bit about Stephanie Mullen's background, where you're from, and what your connection to the military is.
1: Yeah, absolutely correct. So I grew up in the Philly area. Uh, I come from a very big military family, so my mom served 20 years in the Air Force. Uh, She was a flight nurse uh, during the first Gulf War. Both my uncles served 20 years Air Force. And both my grandfathers served in World War II. Wow,
0: so quite a strong family history in the military. And I imagine that possibly had some uh, influence on what you would end up choosing to do with your life. So tell us how you became a part of the IAVA team and what got you involved in veterans' issues.
1: Yeah, so I've been in the space for about two years now. Um, and I'm really happy to be in a space where I can serve veterans, you know, like my mom, like my uncle. Uh, who have served their country with pride and dedication and are now on the other side and trying to figure out what services are available to them, how to access the system, and dealing with the transitions that come after service. Uh, So I really feel privileged and honored to be serving those who have served our country.
0: Now, when we talk to someone who's a research director, some people might wonder, well, what exactly does a research director do? The obvious answer is, well, they direct research, but I'm sure there's a little bit more to it than that. So can you explain to us uh, what your position is and what you're responsible for with IAVA?
1: Yeah, really good question. Uh, So at IAVA, the research department sits within the policy department, which means a lot of my job entails providing the research that informs our policy and advocacy positions. That's a really nice way of saying that I read a lot. Um, And I do a lot of member surveys and talk to our members a lot about what they're thinking and what they're feeling. uh, Because we really try and let our members speak for themselves as often as possible and build that into our organization's roadmap of what we're doing and how we do it. So we do that in a number of ways. Uh, First and foremost, our member survey and also uh, flash polls. So most recently, that has been our NFL poll, uh, State of the Union poll, and military parade where these hot-button issues come up, uh, I get to go out to our membership and say, hey, what do you think about this and how do you feel about it, and then translate that back into what we take as IAVA's position on the issue.
0: Ah, very interesting stuff. And of course, in in IAVA's first appearance on the morning briefing, we discussed that very parade uh, poll that you guys took and some very interesting stuff coming out of it. I want to ask you what the IAVA uh, opinion is and what they've been hearing from membership on the ongoing issue surrounding Secretary of the VA David Shulkin and the IG report showing a misappropriation of government funds to allow for his wife to travel on a trip to London and his receipt of an improper gift in the form of tickets to the Wimbledon tennis tournament. We've heard from various organizations, various individual veterans. Uh, There are differences of opinions when looking at this uh, VA scandal with Shulkin. How is IAVA viewing the issue?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's obviously really disappointing and deeply concerning for our community. Uh, But bottom line, IAVA members rely on effective leadership and integrity at VA, and that goes from the local to the national level. So our priority will always be representing our members and supporting their needs, Um, and it really is personal for them. 82% of our membership is enrolled at VA, and of that 82, 90% sought care at VA within the last year. So it's really important um, that they're able to go to a VA that's working effectively and efficiently. But when it comes to Secretary Shulkin, he really has to make his own case to veterans, to Congress and the president about what the future lies uh, and what lies ahead.
0: Right. And I mean, we've talked to various organizations, uh, the AMVETS, the American Legion, the VFW, they've all kind of come out and said that uh, they believe that he is the right person for the job while they are disappointed with his uh, misdeeds. Is that similar to how uh, IAVA is viewing it or IAVA is taking a stance on it? Or are you just kind of leaving it in the hands of Secretary Shulkin, as you said, to make his own case?
1: Yeah, that's not for us to say. Uh, It's really for Secretary Shulkin to make the case Uh, We just want effective leadership. And uh, how that comes about is, you know, that's out of our hands.
0: Well, we are speaking with Stephanie Mullen. She is the research director for Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America, talking to her about several subjects today that have uh, recently come up and are kind of hot-button issues. One issue that's been going on for the last year or so, I'd say, is the one on transgender individuals coming into the military. Uh, the president tweeting out that that was not something he was in support of. Secretary of Defense Mattis uh, gave himself a self-imposed deadline of February 21st to provide guidelines to the president on transgender individuals and whether they should serve in the military, uh, what the approach should be if they are allowed to serve. Uh, what can you tell us about that issue?
1: Yeah, uh, it's really in, an important issue for our membership. Um, for our generation of veterans, especially equality is a nonpartisan pillar of a, non, a strong national security uh, and true American values. And for us uh, at IAEA, we really believe that equality is a force multiplier for our military. So we are encouraged to hear reports uh, coming out on Friday that Secretary Mattis will be recommending to keep the policy in place, the June 2016 policy, to allow transgender service members to continue to serve. Uh, But ultimately, we're kind of in a wait and see holding period um, about what the White House is going to recommend in coming months.
0: There were reports that he had missed the deadline, Secretary Mattis. Uh, again, self-imposed deadline, so if he misses it, well, that's uh, he's responsible to himself on that one. We had also heard from others that he had actually provided guidance to the president, but done so in private, that it wasn't done publicly. Have you guys heard any information on the fact that there has been the discussion between the president or Secretary Mattis, or do we think that that's something that's uh, yet to come?
1: from the reports that we're seeing, uh, it's yet to come, but in the works, uh, we haven't seen anything publicly about the DOD guidance at this point. Uh, like I said, we might not see anything from the white house for another month or so.
0: Right. Of course, One other discussion that has uh, taken the front seat over the last week uh, for obvious reasons is gun violence in the country. And there is a kind of unique intersection between veterans and the gun issue. Veterans, more than any other group in the country, with the possible exception of law enforcement officers, are more familiar with firearms than basically any other American subgroup. Uh, what is your membership saying about the gun issue, gun rights, gun control? How is IAVA's membership that you've heard from reacting to this uh, this latest gun control debate that's flared up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, no one can doubt that this is a really tough and challenging time for our nation. Um, and I think all of our hearts are collectively breaking. Um, and to your point, veterans have a really unique perspective uh, based on their experiences that can really add light to the heat in these conversations um, because of you know basic training and combat experiences and the military experience as a whole. Uh, I think the veteran community and our members in particular have a certain respect and understanding of firearms that not everyone in the civilian community has. So when we look at our membership, and we look at what we're sa- they're saying, uh, we can see that about 58% of IAVA members own a firearm. And that's from our latest member survey. Uh, if we compare that with the civilian population, a recent Gallup poll puts about 42% of the total American population um, owning a firearm. So it's about a 20% change. Uh, when we look at like opinions about gun ownership and firearm ownership, About 84% of our membership support universal background checks. Flip side of that is about 70% support expanding open carry laws. Other side of that, about 60% support trigger lock distribution programs, and about half support easing the sale of semi-automatic weapons. So if we can kind of tie this all together, if we can put some sort of trend on this, I think it shows this idea of personal responsibility, and if you can... Bear with me for a moment. I'm going to quote uh, Spider-Man, or maybe it's Voltaire, <laughs> depending on who you ask. But I think it's the idea that with great power comes great responsibility. And I think our membership really understands that, with, especially with firearms. With that great power comes a great responsibility.
0: Now, Stephanie, and we're speaking with Stephanie Mullen, IAVA's research director, as someone who deals with, as you said, reading a lot, going through data, finding out, and researching these things. Have you seen anything as far as a trend within the veteran community or within IAVA's membership specifically on, on any changes in the, the gun rights debate that currently swirls around uh, every aspect of American society? Is, is it moving in one direction or the other?
1: Yeah, I really can't speak to that in the sense that we haven't asked our membership within the past six months. So uh, we are looking to do another member survey. It will be coming out uh, within the next few months. And certainly within this next year, we'll have updated data. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how the numbers change or don't change over the next year or so.
0: It absolutely will. Now, a question for you that some people might have is how can veterans out there take advantage of the research that you and iava are doing is there any place that they can go to find out about all the great work that you're doing to to fill people in on you know what some veterans are thinking what iava's membership is is working on is doing is feeling about certain things where do they go to find out all that info
1: yeah awesome question um i would first direct them to iava.org slash survey that'll take you to our 2017 member survey and we have a full breakdown. Um, really every issue area under the sun that we cover is gonna be t- found there. Uh, everything from education to this firearm issue, uh, to VA, to transitions, we have it all there. The other thing I will say is just IVA.org. Uh, you can sign up to be a member. If you're a veteran, get onto our mailing list and start having your voice heard participate in these flash surveys, participate in our next member survey and be part of this discussion with us. And then finally, uh, we are very active on social media. So uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, definitely follow us there. It's just IAVA.
0: Now I know as, as I know quite a few people who work in the research field and in various different aspects of it, that it takes a while. So can you tell us about any of the things that you're working on now that people may be able to, to find out about in the coming days, weeks and months?
1: Yeah. Uh, so the biggest thing will be our next member survey. Um, and like I said, stay tuned for that within the next month or so. Um, we, as every year we'll have our big, um, storm the hill coming up within the next few weeks and, uh, we'll be launching some advocacy campaigns based around that. So again, stay tuned. I think our social media is really, uh, where you can find out first where all things are.
0: Stephanie Mullen, Research Director for Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America. Thank you so much for joining us on the morning briefing today. We appreciate
1: your time. Thank you so much for having me. We really need new phones. T Mobile
0: will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.